Hey guys, I'm Jason Guyman, host of the King of Pressure Wash podcast. I am a self-employed entrepreneur. I grew my pressure washing business to a million dollar business in just under five years. And now I'm helping hundreds of pressure washers start and grow their pressure washing business also. I'm helping you so that you can be the king of pressure washing in your area. Today's show is going to be an awesome show on the King of Pressure Wash podcast. Are you ready to get to the next level? Let's get started. What up, guys? Jason Guyman, look who I got here today. We're in Florida, and I'm going to be back here in Florida in three, four weeks, March 12th and 13th. Right here. Right here. In this room. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. To do a training, an in-person training, so you can learn how to start and grow a successful pressure washing business. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We've it, done it before. We did one here before. We did one last year, right around. Actually, we did it right before the pandemic hit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Awesome. So with that said, let's get started on if you're thinking about starting a pressure washing business, I did put the training dates down in the, uh, the description. So go check them out because it's going to be good. Yeah. So we're doing it February. <coughs> I know we're not just doing a commercial, but since we're talking about February uh, the 12th. 12th and 13th. Yeah, 12th and 13th. The 12th will be all hands-on, how to pressure wash, all the all the boring stuff that everybody really likes to get their balls on. <laughs> and then the uh, the second day is the nuts and bolts of how to start, grow, and build systems for your pressure washing yeah. business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I, uh, I'm i both excited and nervous because it's like, <clears throat> you know, equipment's not my favorite part of the business. You know, I uh, I don't always – upkeep my stuff <laughs> i was gonna say I, I was looking at the trucks and which trucks i wanted to pick up there tonight because bobby has had more trucks stolen i think than any other pressure washing business around yeah. but that being said <laughs> it is exciting because we're literally just going to go out back grab one of my trucks we're going to find somewhere to go wash some stuff and and it'll be a it'll be a fun time but but anyway we got uh we got people on here and i, I have not been on uh youtube for a while so this is this is on, actually i think this is the second time i've been on youtube Maybe since October, and they were both with you, I think. <laughs> awesome. Actually, I had a lady talking about you the other day. She's like, I found Bobby's podcast, and I'm signing up for responsibility because he said it's awesome. And so that is definitely, uh, she's definitely getting some hearing of that. So as Bobby's trying to die on me right now. Yeah, I'm just, uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, listen, it's just a cough. It's just the virus, and yeah, uh, you, you know, know we're probably on. It's our, just a respiratory thing. I got going. No, nothing major. So it's not. It's not COVID. I'm good. So. <laughs> I had my COVID back in October. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, big also in uh, Winter Park. What's going on? Or Oso? I think um, got a lot of guys I recognize. Some I don't. I don't know Jim uh, Brahma. So what's up, Jim? I don't recognize the name anyway. If I know <laughs> you, I uh, don't know Trisha, but uh, no pressure. I think I've seen them. Zorny's a new one. Well, you got a big audience, so much bigger than me. So <laughs> I, I'll tell you who I do recognize. Truth Seeker. Wow, wow, West ain't big. on there. We're a little early yeah. yet. So we're a little <laughs> early tonight. So we actually starting a little bit early here. Normally it starts at nine o'clock. Um, we got some pretty cool ones. Um, actually talked to H2O. It emailed me earlier today. Um, he was one that was a, um, that's the guy that said you can't make any money in this business. No, not that oh. one. He, uh, he was a forklift driver back in March. I was a forklift uh, driver at one point. And, uh, lost his job because of COVID. And, uh, 
This year he started in March, and this year he ended up at 150 or 160 in pressure washing, and he ended up doing 40 in Christmas night. So $200,000 starting up in the beginning of the year and starting in March in Virginia. So it's not even like he's can work all year long. So that's what is amazing of what you can do when you start and grow a pressure washing business. And I know I got some hate mail today and I posted it kind of, Oh, you posted it too. I did put it you up. Went, you went down the drama route. <laughs> I did go down the drama route. I put it up on there and said, can you make a um, hundred that, or can you make a, um, th- over three thousand dollars a week, and because he said you can't, and I'm snake oil, and you know I love that when I'm going to go after it. So um, I did, and I probably shouldn't have, but you know what? I want you all to know that you can do it. You know, down here in the land of Florida, Bobby's probably got five hundred pressure washers that are down in this area, and you know I always talk about we always talk about Jason Hefner. Yep. Um, when he first started, he's like, dude, you can't make. $99 all you're getting out of a driveway <laughs> and he's been averaging, you know, 1500 to $2,000 every time he goes out washing and he's a part-time guy. He's actually got a full-time pressure washing yeah. or a full-time, um, um, EMT job. He's a paramedic for, um, Sarasota over we gotta there. We got to stop talking about him. I know. He, uh, he's not even that good looking to be honest with you, you know, uh, I know I'm going to go, I'm going to get to go eat dinner with him on Saturday. Oh, yeah. So nice. Um, nice. He's, we're going to meet in Brandon, Florida. Um, and I'm not going to say any more on that, but uh, <laughs> I don't want YouTube to ban me on this. So, um, oh, but, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, let's get hidden on, let's go to that city with that name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah that's funny as heck. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when, when I got, when I got hit on that um, today, I was thinking about some things of what really makes you able to make a thousand dollars a day or $3,000 a week. Or, you know, I even put a poll out there. Um, what is your average day? And 50% of people are three to $500 is what their average of bringing in a day. Um, and then the rest of the 50% is 500 and above. Um, there was quite a few that was about 750 to a thousand. And, and on the way over here, I was thinking about what makes that happen? What, what are the things that that are allowing you to do that. And the biggest thing I would say is marketing. Marketing is definitely one of the biggest things because if you're only getting three phone calls a week, it's going to be kind of hard to, um, and then if you don't answer those phone calls in that three phone calls a week, then, then we got another whole issue. So what are your thoughts, Bobby on, cause I know you're big in marketing as much as I am. What is your thoughts on the marketing side of things? Um, I think it's the, um, this is like probably the one topic I'm just, I love being a broken record on, but it's probably <clears throat> tied for first place. There's two things, this and effectively being a leader. Uh, that's the other one. Uh, it's tied for first place on probably the most overlooked thing on what will be the key to success in your business. Um, now, obviously you've got to be a hard worker and, you know, go do the work. You know, I'm not suggesting that, but, um, it all starts with marketing. You, if you have a $100,000 pressure washing rig setting out front, but the phone's not ringing, it doesn't work. But if the phone's ringing, I can sell jobs and subcontract them out and make money. So the, the, I don't need to buy a trailer. I don't need to buy a truck. I don't need to buy a pressure washer until I've got my marketing system locked in. So 
my, uh, I hate to say my biggest advice, but let's just say a huge piece of advice is if you have not started your business yet, don't start it until you have your marketing system locked in. But the good news is you can come up with, you, you can lock your marketing system in overnight. If you know, marketing is not necessarily complex and especially not like starting companies like ours. You know? And I think the biggest thing is marketing is <clears throat> not always sexy. And you know, the thing that a lot of people don't realize is there's two ways to get customers. You either do the work and you do a lot of work and you, <laughs> you do a lot of walking or you put a lot of signs out or, or you open your wallet. Um, you know, and you know, a lot of people think that when we're spending money on marketing, that's the most stupidest thing ever. But in the end, you're investing in yourself. And if you're not willing to invest in yourself, then probably nobody else is willing to invest in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just like with everything that we do, you know, even the term marketing, just literally the word marketing can be intimidating. It was intimidating to me going into the business. Yeah. Like when, when I started, because it's like, well, that's what big kids do. That's, you know, that's what Microsoft does. That's what Walmart does. You know, they market, you know, I'm just some dude that wants to, you know, try to better my life. And, um, but at the end of the day, all it is, is getting in front of people. So you just, you're figuring out how you're going to do it. And if you have a lot of money, you can get in front of them by doing online ads, you know, AdWords, thing, you know, Facebook, things like that, uh, direct mail. And if you don't have a lot of money, like I didn't, you can do flyers. And uh, we, so it's just, it's at the end of the day, you're just getting in front of a person. That's all marketing is, is getting in front of the person with the message that you want to deliver. And then you've got to decide what means you have to get the most messages out. You know? So Bobby, with that saying, what, what was some, when you <laughs> did get started, what was, when was the point that you realized that I'm tired of walking? I don't need all this walking and I'm going to start putting mm-hmm. some of the money I've made into marketing. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I kind of like pushed as far as I could on that, you know, just, you know, flyers. So here's the thing. Uh, if, if you don't know, cause Jason knows my story, so we might be a little presumptuous, but <clears throat> for the first, uh, let's call it 10 months. I don't remember exactly. First 10 months of our business, uh, flyers was essentially all the marketing that we did. And we built the business up to doing 20 K a month, you know, with the flyers. Now, um, so, so, so that's a thousand dollars a day, five days a week. Yeah, right? but you so, can't do that. Though. I didn't think you can do that, especially in Florida. How there ain't no, no way you can do that in Florida. <laughs> you can't. Don't be mean to this this <laughs> wonderful person that emailed you. Um, so, oh, he didn't email me. He put it on my uh, comments. So. Oh, he put it on the comments. Okay, yeah. So, whatever. if anybody wants to go check that comment out, you can. It's under. Uh, um, it was under my last live I did the other night. So. Okay. Okay. Well, hey, if you're yeah. watching this, screw you, buddy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so bottom line, guys, uh, there's a saying marketing and sales are not the same thing, but they're closely related. And there's a, you know, the saying is everything starts with sales. Oh, well, as a business owner, everything starts with marketing, but most of the time it always starts with sales because that's a seat, you know, as a general manager at a branch and corporate did the marketing first step is sales. So get your marketing system in place. Now we're good to go. Mm-hmm. So that was the first one because we got like one, two, three, four, five. We got six. One of them's kind of one of the same. So we got about five of these we want to go through. Right. So are there any good marketing qu- questions that can we answer one or something? I don't know if there is or not. I was just seeing H2O <clears throat> was leaving me. So what? gotta run. All right. If there's any question, how, how much should I pay for door hangers? Um, not a lot. Um, in my opinion, 
that's an area that you probably should shop on price um, with some exceptions. Uh, I wouldn't go with just like a flimsy piece of paper door hanger. So right. as long as it's a quality, you know, thick cardstock, I'm, I'm, I'm price. And how, let's go off of this. How many should you order? Should you order 10,000 right out of the get go? Or should you order 5,000 to see if the call to action and everything is going to work for you? I, hey, Ronald, to give you just a, a, a general idea, and I haven't ordered uh, flyers for quite some time, but I think I was getting like 4,000 of them for like 400 bucks or something back in the day. And that was like double-sided color. So it was, they were good ones. And does that sound about right? Mm -hmm. I think that's what I was paying about 400 bucks for about 4,000. So, and, and then what I was getting at too is, is, you know, you're not probably going to hit it out of the ballpark on your first um, Mm -hmm. set. You know, that's where you got to test them and see what working and what's calling and what's, you know, what, what's that. So, Um, (laughs) but yeah, so that's just the door hanger side of things. You asked a good question though. Uh, you, you asked how many should one order, right? And um, and I kind of interrupted. So I, if we can come back to that real quick, um, you know, your initial reaction is I'm going to order a hundred thousand because we're going to kill it. But to Jason's point, he was making, I would recommend, um, probably ordering no more than probably about three thousand ish, and then I would try to get those three thousand out as fast as I could. And then um, I'd probably change my design and do do it again in the same area, you know, type of thing. So, uh, you mean you wouldn't go to a whole nother area and put those three thousand out in a different area? Absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, so, if I know most of you know this because you listen to this guy, but if you're if you're new to his channel, you've got to remember that. And, and this is statistics. This isn't something I made up or Jason made up. This this is just stuff we learned from listening to experts. But uh, on print ads specifically like flyers and door hangers and stuff like that. Um, you can emotionally, you need to expect zero return the first time you put them out. And if you really love yourself and you want to continue to be happy, emotionally prepare to get zero return. Maybe even on the second time you put them in the same area. Statistics show it's the third time that you hit an area that you start getting the results. So it's not that you do it three times and quit even like I, we had a neighborhood. We probably did the entire neighborhood. I don't, I don't even want to name it, but uh, down here, but uh, we probably did the entire neighborhood probably 12 times over the first two years that we, uh, um, you know, did the work. So re- repetition, same homes over and over. Yep. And, and that even <clears throat> goes for signs. You know, I'm a big sign guy. Um, I love my signs and I, I, I know people are starting to listen to me because when I travel around, I see the ones that do listen to me and the ones that don't listen to me. They yeah. want to put, you know, 1500 <clears throat> things on that one sign that they're doing. Um, and it's all about being simple. And, you know, that's why a lot of times I talk about, you know, do, breaking it up into four or five sections. And, you know, this week we're going to go put out this with signs. Next week we're going to go put them out in this location. And then the next one, and then we come back to that. And then that way we're kind of rotating them. And and that way we keep them coming, getting up and putting them in a different area. Um, You know, and I I see guys be like, well, Jason, they only last two or three days. Yeah. A lot of times that's all they do last. That's why we put them out on Friday because they're probably going to be gone on Monday. But, that weekend is when we can really um, make a lot of money off of them. Uh, I'm just going to respond to one more quick one real fast yeah. before we go. If that's okay. Uh, Flying Jay, he said he lives in the villages, which is about an uh, hour and a half kind of north of us or so. Um, 
it's actually huge. It's like 4,000 homes in a retirement. It's a retirement community. Oh, yeah. I passed that on the way here, coming over here. I haven't seen them, but apparently they're amazing. But anyway, uh, the question is, uh, he lives there, and you can't do door hangers or signs and stuff like that because of the type of community that it is. It's deed restricted and what have you. Um, What's the best way of getting in there? Um, Well, the, the good news is there still are some free ways to do it. So you probably shouldn't do flyers and stuff in there because a community like that will will enforce it and they have the ability, you know, to legally do so because it's their private property. So the first thing you could do is, um, you know, if you have markings on your vehicle, just drive around the community or more importantly park. So like if you can get inside and you've got stickers or a wrap on your vehicle, if you got paperwork to do on Saturday morning, go park, somewhere you know in the town center or whatever where all the old people are going to be walking around and just sit there with your windows down have your cards ready and then you'll you will have people come up and walk up to you another good idea is to even do that at uh like a home depot or Lowe's when you're selling security systems but maybe not pressure washing but that's one way but another is if you can just get your way in the door you know get one of them uh you can make a little noise like that too you can put signs out while you're working even though that's against the rules but put it out while you're working uh, work some deals with your customer. Say, hey, I'll throw this thing in with you if you'll post on the, because they all have their like secret, you know, website, you know, Facebook groups and stuff like that. So if you can get your foot in the door, you can get some stuff like that. And then obviously you can do like online ads. You can, you know, probably is a pretty good place for like AdWords because you could target keywords of the villages pressure washing AdWords, yeah, Facebook, and then direct one mail. of those direct mail. Yeah, yeah, that's a place that I probably would hit direct mail yep. more than any place. Than is a place like that. The direct mail is definitely a way I would look at that. Um, again, Facebook is another thing. Old people have Facebook, um, you know, and that's something. And I'm actually reading a book right now. Never lose a, a customer, and uh, it's a great book. And you know, Bobby, this is the guy I always talk about that it's it's the little things, mm-hmm. and he's not talking about his little thing. It, it's the little things. And um, you know, it, it it's it's a great book of talking about that because it is the little things. I'm halfway through the book, and it's talking about you know said it basically about your customer's experience you know the the customer and bobby talks about this as the customer journey but but i I hit on it he talks about the customer journey or the customer's experience And, and and that's so important because a lot of times i see people you know they talk and i've heard it this is a customer service business that just so happens to do pressure washing mm-hmm. and that's not so much the case cuz customer service is more of a reaction you know it's it's something that we're reacting to where the customer's experience is proactive it's we're being set that we're doing this thing as we're going through and you know a lot of it is is the more you communicate with that customer the better off you will get to 600 and some reviews like bobby has gotten to and you get there by doing the little things mm-hmm. and when you set yourself apart by having 600 <clears throat> and some reviews that's what sets you apart yeah yeah absolutely uh what's the next one we gotta work on um what is the next one? Lead process, the lead process system. That kind of goes back mm-hmm. to what I was just talking about of, you know, when we're dealing with the customer, what is your cycle from, do you just answer the phone, you send them an, you send them the, the response to bid, bid, and you never talk to them again until you show up? Or 
do you send them down a road that you need to send down of? Are you communicating with them? You know, maybe you, um, maybe you send an email saying <clears throat> the night before that, Hey, we're coming. And then before we go, we, we send them a message of, Hey, we're just on our way. Um, just let you know, you know, there's some things that you could do that would really set you apart would be like, you know, do a video. Hey, um, this is Jay. I'm Jason Guyman. Um, I will be the tech coming tomorrow to wash your house. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to, to help get your house all cleaned up and we'll be there around. Our goal is to be there around 11 o'clock. It's that person out. It's, it's that, it's that bonding and personal aspect that can make you way more better at the end of the day. Now, does that take time? Does that take energy? Yep, but does business take time? Does business take energy? Or does it just automatically start and happen, Bobby? Uh, (laughs) Do I have to answer that? (laughs) Yes, it's it's hard to tell, man. Uh, You know, it's a grind. You know, I'll tell you, uh, we won't go deep into it. But, you know, I mean, it's just a a battle everywhere. You know, Jason was in my office here a few minutes before we started uh, going live and if you guys do know who i am and you've seen my channel you know i've not been active you know uh, i've you know i've kind of been beat down you know i've been dealing with some depression and you know and i'm okay just for the record you know i've got, I got a good sports staff and i'm you know things are good and i'm handling it the right way but it's like it's it's hard you know it's it's hard and sometimes it's just hard to come in because the the weight's heavy you know it's it's, it's a lot of damn work and and that's where having systems set up in place of so when stuff does happen and when you don't want to come in there and you get systems set up, then that makes things a lot easier to overcome those things. You know, Bobby has set systems up of he has a person that's answering the phone, so he don't have to worry about mm-hmm. that. He has guys going out in the field. He don't have to worry about that. You know, he's got a salesperson. So, you know, at this point, you know, you've been in business, what, almost five, six years now. Yeah. It's it's setting up those systems. But now, if you didn't set up a system and you just hired a person to come answer the phone and she's like, Billy Bob's pressure washing, do you think you'd be at where you're at now? Or, you know, it's the phone script yeah. of why you need to say this, 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 and this, and this, and why you need to, you know, Bobby does an in-person um, estimate. So he... He, they that's part of the hey jason or you know bobby's going to be coming tomorrow to do the in-person estimates he'll be there around five o'clock da, 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 right down the, the line and that's a system mm-hmm. that is will set you apart from all your other competitors you know uh, a couple of things first off <clears throat> excuse me guys first off uh so we're going over uh, the essential systems that you need when you're starting your business. So there's more systems we need on our businesses, but just to kind of recap, we've talked about a marketing system. If you don't have that, don't start because you can't make any money. You need a lead. You know, you don't need, Oh, my aunt, my uncle and the church is going to use me. Even if that's true, that's going to dry up quick. So get your marketing system in place before you start. Then we need a lead processing system, which is what we're about to kind of talk about a little bit right now. So what do you do once the phone rings we're going to need a sales system. We're going to talk about that. Um, then you need a review and referral generation system. So how you can get those reviews online and how you can get referrals. And then you need a repeat customer system. You need Because that's actually, for the longevity of, of your business, that's probably the most important. <laughs> and, and, and let's hit on that. You know, a lot of times people spend the least amount on that portion of, the, of your business. You know, it's a lot cheaper to get a customer to reuse you again than it is to buy a new customer. Way cheaper. Um, I mean, you can save a ton of money if we focus. And that's the thing. 90% of businesses out there 
never focuses on their old customers. Um, and, and that's huge. And rather we're calling them, we're emailing them, we're texting them. We won't do any of it. And we wonder why, yeah. why it's so hard to keep, why do I got to get all these new customers again? Well, you got, you had a customer base that you did not um, allow them to yeah. do well, their well, thing. Think, just think of this. Now, if my math is wrong, I don't even <sighs> want to see the comment because I don't care because the point stands, even if I'm absolutely wrong, but, but just think of this. You know, let's say if your customer acquisition cost is a hundred bucks, it's a little high, but that's not unreasonable. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if you're, so if it costs you a hundred dollars to get a customer, not a lead, but a customer, let's say that, uh, I'm just kind of pulling some numbers out of my butt, but a $1,000 job you sold, it costs you a hundred bucks to get. And let's say your profit on that job, your business's profit was 20%, 200 bucks. Okay. So that customer made you 200 bucks when you got them. Now, here's the thing. If they come back and use you in that one or two or three years, whenever they come back, when you don't have to pay that $100 for that customer acquisition because you have the system in place to get them back, your profit didn't go up by 10%. It didn't because your profit's not a thousand bucks. And then that hundred extra you didn't spend, your profit goes up 30 or it, it adds 50% to your profit. Your profit was 200. The first time, now I don't have to pay that $100 uh, thing. Now I, pro- now I profited $300. Right. So I added 50% to your bottom line. That's why repeat uh, a system for repeat customers is so essential. And that's actually why, like someone said, uh, uh, I don't know where the comment is now, but they said that they spent about $3,000 on Angie's List last year and they just broke even. That's really not a failure. It's right. not where you wanted to be. But if you did a good, if all your other systems are in place and you did a great job taking care of the customer, you gave them a great experience and those customers come back. Well, now that $3,000, maybe that customer referred another $25,000 to you, you know, and gave you a five-star review that gave you another $5,000. And you took a picture of the house of that Angie's list. And now that picture is making you $10,000. Yeah, that is how we don't always look at a, a a marketing device and say, "Well, I didn't make no money on it." You know, there's other things you can use for there that will help you. You know, Bobby, I'm sure did stuff for way cheap and got um, some of his 600 reviews. But now that 600 reviews still still go through and make it happen to yeah. um, help you grow. Yeah, and uh, what was I just saying? Uh, what what were we just talking about? My I lost. Uh, track of my mind here about uh, the leads and stuff, or about um, um, I had one thing I wanted to say and I forgot. I don't know. We talk uh, lead processing review. That was I, don't about know, I had something good for you guys, and it just went. went All right, so lead processing system. Let's just kind of t- kind of skim over that one because we've been kind of stuck on it. Lead processing essentially is how do you handle it once the phone rings? And Jason was hitting. If you just say you know Bob's pressure washing, you're going to sell some jobs. And you're going to be the guy that says, you, you know, you can't average $500 a day. Well, you can't, right. but maybe we're all better than him. You know, maybe, maybe not. Um, but uh, uh, you got to have a good tight system in place. Uh, and guys, all of these things, shameless plug. Okay. Uh, absolutely shameless plug. We're, we're opening the hood to my business here. You're going to see all these systems that I've got in place in my business here. And then, of course, Jason's going to be sharing the stuff he did in his business before he sold it. That's everything that we're going to be teaching while we're here on the go to King of Pressure Wash dot uh, com slash training dates. Yeah. Here in Orlando, it's the second week of weekend of February. Yep. So, all right. So let's talk about a cell system briefly. So uh, 
<clears throat> I think, yeah, may, may I throw a thought or two out there? Yep. Okay. So I think uh, the first mistake that we tend to make, all of us, even when I like got into sales, um, I had some good training, but I still kind of strayed away from it before I got back on the straight and narrow. But um, it's real easy for us to just be like, oh, well, someone called. I'm going to go. Uh, oh, it's a scam. <laughs> is that the guy? <laughs> oh, Angie's list is a scam. I'm like, uh-huh. Ronald, you're a scam, bitch. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, anyway, uh, the sales system, you think, okay, I'm going to show up. I'm a nice country boy. I'm going to chew the cud with them and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pet the baby and kiss the dog and, you know, and all that stuff. And I'm going to make some money. Well, you will make some money. You will. And, but what happens is you're going to have a lack of consistency when you do that. So, I would say the first step to your sales process, the the honest to God truth is you need to get a good one. So if you don't have sales experience, you either need to get online and find some free teachings that you can get it with. You need to get with someone like Jason or myself that'll, you know, you can pay us and we can help you. It's out there for free. It's out there to be paid for, but you need a standard of what you're going to do every time you go to the house. And the re there's a couple of reasons for that. One you want to put your best foot forward and your best foot is going to be the same every time. So you want that standard presentation that you do. But two, if it's not standardized, you can never know where you need to improve. If you're just kind of shooting off the hip, you know, every time you go out and do a sales appointment, just using your natural ability, you may be completely happy with the money you're making, but you don't have any data or information or way to see where you need to fix stuff. So that's why the consistency on your sales appointment is really, really important. You know, and, and there's even some things that, like in this book I was reading, that you can write down in there. Of, and this is the importance of having a CRM and stuff like that. Of, you know, habit of you when you talk to that customer, let them find out what's special to them. You know, if they have a dog, that dog is probably special to them. Um, you know, get the, you know, I, when I was at the huge, I was talking to a guy, he gets the dog's name and writes it down in there. And, and you know what he does when he calls them the next time? talks about their dog you know what that right there builds community with that person right then and there. unless the dog died like the day before yeah and then that's, you can be condolence at that point and be dying. like that sucks <laughs> that your dog died i'm so i know you really like that dog but you know at the end of the days a lot of times even if you listen sales isn't about you know Oh, I got three packages and and I, and all this stuff sales is about number one listening listening because they will sell themselves if you just listen and use their words of what they want done. Listen, and, and we're so bad about, I'm the best pressure washer in the area, and I got all these packages, and we go down this rabbit hole of, 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 of all this great equipment I have and all this great technology I have. And at the end of the day, that's why I always say females answer the phone 10 times better than a male will answer the phone nine times out of Probably 10. Probably so, yeah. Well, for one, if a dude's the one calling, he's going to like it better. <laughs> if it's just a woman answers anyway. Um, somebody said something here. Um, actually, I like this quote. Someone was asking about if they quoted something wrong, and he goes, quote, quote the same kind of job wrong a couple of times, and you'll stop real fast. So, the- <laughs> Hey, School of Hard Knocks is a great way to learn. Mm-hmm. You will be surprised. The School of Hard Knocks is a great way to learn. Now, if you want to, you can come to our class, and that will take away a School of Hard Knocks because – 
90% of my we're class. Gonna, we're going to cut 21 <laughs> years off of your learning curve. Because 21. 90% 90, 90 of my class is all the stuff that I've screwed up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I know what not to do and how not to do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. Uh, hey, we got Jeremy Main in the house. What's up, Jeremy Main? I haven't talked to you forever, man. He's the garbage man. Yeah. He went from being a garbage man last year to doing $400,000 this past year in 2021, which yeah. is amazing. Jeremy's a stud. Jeremy's a fellow business bourbon and bullshit member. Yep. Sorry, BS member. Yeah. Wrong channel. My bad, guys. Yeah. Sorry, kids. Yeah. Yeah. He is him and Jennifer are killing it up there in Michigan. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's and, awesome. And don't cross Jeremy because he will kill you with his biceps. Yeah. Or, or just by smashing your head on his abs. <laughs> the dude's a monster. He's taller than, he's probably your height. He's, he's I'm, I'm about 6'4. He's bigger than me by a bit, and he is just ripped. And he's just, scary because he's got crazy eyes. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> he just scares the shit out of me. It's kind of funny because I got crazy <laughs> eyes, too. So it's <laughs> when you're talking to us, you don't know who you're talking to. So, yeah. All right. So sales system. Uh, one person that, uh, said uh, I did want to comment on this. Okay, so David Watts, he says, pay you guys for sales. Um, good start. Hope I can afford it. Dave, let me just give you a couple of little tips here. Um, just some freebie stuff. Okay. Um, now Jason actually kind of really hit on, I'll just kind of reiterate. So the, the first thing you want to make sure you always do is, is you do want to listen. So when you get to the customer's home, here's an actual phrase you can use. Okay. Uh, you, you know, and you would say it like this. The phrase is, why am I here? No, you don't say it. Re mean, so, you know, knock on the door, you know, Hey, Jason, I'm Bobby. Nice to meet you. You know, Hey, cute dog, nice kid, whatever, you know, and you see, so you, you kind of do that thing. They say, well, Hey man, what, why am I here? What's, right. you know, what, what are we doing here? Just kind of say it, something like that. What that does is that puts you in control of when that, you know, when you're ready to go into that gear. And now what that does is let you start listening, which is what Jason was saying. So why am I here? And then just kind of shut the hell up for a minute. Now they might, sometimes you're going to get a smart aleck. Well, I mean, the pressure off the house, you know, of course, you know, okay, well, can you show me your pain points? So they're either going to tell you or show you, you know, the things that, that are important to them. So now that's where you're going to get the most valuable information, you know, on your sales appointment. Now, the way I do it, and there's not a wrong way. You can do it either way. I just like it this way better. Um, we actually do our sales presentation first, and then we walk around the house and put the quote together and then come back and close the deal. Um, you don't have to do that. You can do it either way. But um, but when you uh, when you are doing your presentation, you don't, and again, Jason said it, you don't want to talk about you. You want to talk about them. Now, even if it's something you do. So an example, like my company, I want to talk about all of our Google reviews that we have. Well, I don't say, well, we're the best because we have the best equipment. I have the best employees. I have the best uh, insurance and um, I have the most online reviews. You got to go with me. What? Well, that's great. But that's me, 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 me. What I say is, uh, it's been a while. How do I say it? Um, we say, Mr. Jones, here's the deal. Um, everyone's going to tell you that uh, uh, they have insurance. We do too. But, uh, you know, we also got the workers' comp. But here's the big thing when you when you hire us, Mr. Jones, is because we got the workers' comp and everything. If you choose us, your home is fully protected whenever we're out here doing work. So it's him. Your home is fully protected when we're out here doing work. Now, the other thing, Mr. Jones, that really separates us from the other guys is um, really kind of the, the experience that you're going to get with the people. We hire people uh, without experience in our industry on purpose because our industry isn't known for good customer service. And we hire them on attitude and character. And then we train them how to do the job. So 
when you choose our company, you are getting a technician that you're going to feel comfortable with at your home and you're going to feel comfortable with them around your family. So again, it's you, right? Uh, and then, uh, you know, I, I finish it up and I'll say, you know, this is, this is my mic drop moment, but I'll be like, now here's the deal. Everyone, Mr. J- or Jason, everyone's going to tell you that. Everyone's going to tell you that the best people and the best this and the best that. And I kind of say it like this and then they kind of smile. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone said it. I'll say, here's the big difference between us and them. Now you got to have this, but if you do these things, you'll get there too. And I'll say, uh, the difference between us and them is we've got more five-star Google reviews than the next 15 companies combined. So if you choose us, you can do so with confidence, not because of what I said, but because you can go see what everyone else said. So you get confidence when you choose us. That's that's what they get. So that's how you want to phrase things. Um, I forget who that was to, but that's when you're doing your presentation. You do it from that angle. <clears throat> and then here's the big thing, and we can't go into details on this, but um, I'm just trying to help you out here. I've got a video on my channel about doing sales packages. Go watch it, uh, Journey of a New Entrepreneur. It's, it's actually a really good video. Um, <clears throat> and it'll help you with this, but then you'll want to do package options. You want to give them three options. If they say, I only want my driveway done, that's fine, but I'm giving you three package options to choose from as well. You do all those things. You listen, you speak about they get, not who you are, and you give them those package options. That's not the whole kit and caboodle, but that's a real good start and that's free. So, yep. Awesome. Uh, are we going, do we need to speed up Jason? No, no, we got right. whenever. <clears throat> I don't want to be out here too awful late, but uh, all right. So uh, that was the sales system. And that's just how you get big tickets because um, that's what we got on the list here, big tickets. Um, if you're not doing sales packages, you're leaving money on the table. Um, you know, I, I give Jeremy a hard time because I see his name up there, but I give him a hard time. But, you know, he's doing $1,000 gutter cleanouts, $1,000 gutter cleanouts on a residential <laughs> house. Um, now it's not just pulling the leaves out. Those are the different packages. And, you know, that's how you're able to, you know, Jeremy Maine, I, I still never forget the time that he was in a Facebook group and, you know, um, Zig put Zig's in one of them. And he was like, man, I was $600. And, uh, the guy that got it was $300 and pink pro wash. He was $1,200 and we're doing all the same thing. Well, Jeremy was actually adding a little bit more because he was going to do exterior window cleaning um, and some more stuff. But that goes back to show you of you pull up to a house and you do a $300 job versus the same area, the same people you're going to get a $1,200, you know, and that's how Jeremy closes these $1,200, $1,500 jobs is because he's asking for it. You know, a lot of times you won't ever get it if you don't ever ask for it. No. And, and, and and I see the biggest thing, you know, Jeremy, Jeremy was a garbage man making, you know, $60,000 a year working a bunch of overtime. And his girlfriend, Jennifer was, um, you know, she is a little bit different in the end. You know, she's been a little bit she's wealthy. She's a little different. She is a little different, but she's been wealthy and, you know, she's had a good life and, and that kind of thing. And she's not afraid to ask to, to do it, you know, and it comes back to. She's, a, she's an, honestly, it's kind of unfair. I think Jeremy's getting too much credit. <laughs> I, he'll tell you that she's the reason why yeah. they're selling $1,200 gutter cleanouts and $1,200 jobs, you know, and, and it, it is that because, you know, she's not afraid, you know, I always make fun of her because they talk about her $10,000 purse. You know, my wife don't have a $10,000 purse, but she does. And you know what? 
That's how she's able to ask them higher prices and get it. And that's what makes the difference. A lot of times we have a poor mindset and we think, well, I would never pay that much. Well, you're right. You probably don't live in a half a million dollar house. You probably don't drive yep. two BMWs and you probably don't send your kid to um, private school that costs $20,000 a year and on and on and on and on. Um, quick, uh, just a quick answer to one question kind of, uh, on the last thing, but someone said, what do I mean about, uh, their home being protected? Uh, it, essentially it's this, uh, and it changes from policy to policy, but a lot of homeowners insurance policies, like, you know, you, if you hire a contractor to work on your home and they do not have workers comp, even if they are an exempt by the state the insurance company, doesn't give a shit about that. That's just the state saying you're, I'm sorry. I try not to cuss on your channel. Yeah. Right. Uh, but the insurance company doesn't care. You know, they have their own rules. So if you hire someone to work on your home that doesn't have workers comp and they get injured, your homeowner's policy very likely will not cover you because you didn't hire, hire someone that was insured. And now you are going to be responsible if they, well, then maybe I should say you are going to be uh, at risk of major lawsuits and basically losing everything you got over something like that. You know, that's the most expensive uh damages that can happen with a business is injuries and death. So, uh, so that's why you can really, I hate to use insurance as like a USP, but the fact is most well, people don't have workers. Comp, and, and I got, a big I got hated on this and Jeremy, I, I want to hit on before I move on to that. Jeremy put, she's a hundred percent amazing. And you know, I, I, I did a video a week or two ago saying that you need to, you need to incorporate your business, get an LLC and you need to get insurance. And I've got hate mail on that back too. Of you don't actually need that to start a pressure. You're right. You can go take daddy's pressure washer out of the garage and go tear up something and then get to pay for it yeah i don't Um, need 30 bucks to get a case of beer but if i don't i might get arrested yeah exactly (laughs) don't have to you don't have to to get a dui i mean you 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 know what i mean but you know it's one of those things that just be smart out there you know you don't have to have an llc you you could go as a sole proprietary and do it through your your social security number and run your business that way but i wouldn't recommend it if you own a house or own a car or own anything because they're going to get it if something happens you can do you can still be a sole proprietor with an llc so there's no reason to not have the LLC. And I'm talking you're talking less than a couple hundred like 150 bucks 150 bucks to cover your tail all right. So the next one is is getting reviews. How did you end up getting a lot of your reviews? Yeah. And and I would actually tie two things together on this, which would be reviews and referrals. Yes. Um, so the short answer is you ask a lot. So if before before getting So we don't ask just one time and think that's all we gotta do. <laughs> no. Uh but but before before I go any further, obviously you have to have done a good job serving the customer. So if you didn't do a good job you know, being responsive or cleaning or whatever, you know, you're not going to get a review, but here's the thing, you know, be honest, raise your hand out there. How many of you have at least at one point said no one around here will give reviews because I do amazing work and they say they loved it and they say they'll give me a review and they just won't do it. Well, it's not because they're a bad person and they're lying to you and it's not because you did a bad job. It's just, it's not their highest priority and you didn't do a good enough job locking it in their head. So, uh, probably should go kind of surface level on this one, I think. And then we'll go like full force in the course when, or in the class when we're here. But at the end of the day, I, I forget exactly. I think we ask seven times throughout our customer life cycle. Actually my office manager who's freaking awesome, by the way, she's pretty new and she's, 
as I told you guys, I've been kind of struggling. You know, I've had some, you know, ooh, he's on the struggle bus, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but life's good. Life's good. And I appreciate all of you that have shown me love too. Um, but I, she's, she's really new and I've, I've barely been here in November and December. I've just barely been in just kind of dealing with my ship. And, um, and she's added another request to the, the review thing since I've been gone. So she's, so I think we have eight now. So I think you can never ask there. for a review too many times. A review can be worth, I, I think, and Bobby's even said this. I think a review can be worth more than a referral at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we ask, we ask multiple times. We, um, basically you're just calling your shot. You're saying, I'm going to try to do a really damn good job for you. And the reason I'm trying to do it is I want to earn a review and a referral. That's, that's, you know, so put your words to that, put your silver tongue to that message and asking from it on the very first phone call. Yeah. So you're going to ask it whenever they, we set up a sales appointment, you're going to ask it when you close the sale, you're going to ask it, uh, and uh, email follow-ups in between the cell and the appointment. You're going to ask it when the technician shows up. The technician is going to ask again when he leaves. And then we have a three-email sequence that's asked at the end. So, you know, it's boom, 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 boom. And uh, and I'll answer the next question because someone – actually, I know it's more than one. I guarantee you at least 10 people on this small stream – we got 90 people in here – have said – I ain't going to do that. I'm not going to annoy all my people and blah, blah, blah and make them mad. Well – that's cool. I've got almost 700 five-star Google reviews, bro. I don't know what to tell you, man. Guess what? I don't have one review, negative review for sending too many messages. And um, it's probably been mentioned to me less than 10 times in five years has someone ever said. Man, you asked him. You yeah. asked my re- for my review way too many times. Yeah. So, you, you, you know, you kind of like what you were just uh Talking about with, with Jennifer, you just got to be uh, uh, aggressive, yeah, and amazing, yeah. <laughs> got to be amazing, and believe in yourself. You know, I, I think this is one thing that can be hard. Is we and, and I know a lot of people don't believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. <laughs> you know, I, I'll be your cheerleader. Don't mm. get me wrong. I love cheerleading you on. I love helping you grow your business and do amazing things. You know, Jeremy. Jeremy Maine is one of the guys that, you know, he's done amazing things. And, you know, I, last year when he did my Christmas light class, I told him he could do 30,000. He said I was crazy. You know, this year he did 200,000 in there. And I've been cheerleading him on the whole time because I know he can do it. They can do it. Um, you can do amazing things. Uh, you know, I'll, you know, you put your pants on just like everybody else does. Um, you know, the biggest thing is, is don't stop learning and do it, you know, make sure that you do the things you need to do and just do it. Oh, it looks like wild West had his, uh, uh, January 6th trial, uh, hearing today. Uh, he said that he was late cause he was talking to the law. So oh. uh, yeah. <laughs> they're going to lock him up with the shaman, the QAnon shaman. I think <laughs> good to see you wild West. And thank you very much. Pink Robin. I really, really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, so, so reviews and referrals, you know, you're just, you're, you're calling your shot. Here's, we want to do a great job for you because I want a review and a referral. So I'm going to work really hard to earn it. You know, make that message, ask it about eight times between verbal and text and email and tweak it as you go and uh, get a good review generation service. Uh, I think I'm going to, I've got a new business that we're about to, that we're starting this month. Actually, I'm 
a little behind, but, uh, but I think we're going to give, so tell us a shot, uh, over there. Um, I, and then I've been using nice job, uh, for a while, but I think you've used nice job before, but, um, <clears throat> the, uh, I got to give, so and tell if us you can't, sp- if you can, don't have a hundred bucks to spend on that, you can ask, you can send emails, you can send text messages, you know, there's things that you can do that you can do to get five-star reviews and you know a lot of times people think well i can't get them well you can you just got to ask for them you know and you got to ask not just one time you got to ask a lot of times um just because those five-star reviews are that important i mean they literally are the life and bread you know and i know we're talking about systems here and we've only talked about you know (laughs) we haven't talked about the pressure washing systems um we don't you literally don't even need to know how to pressure wash to start the business because you can literally subcontract the work. Yep. That that can get done by anyone. Because a lot of people a lot of do. people know how to do the pressure washing, but they don't know how to do this here. And yep. this here is what puts money in your bank account. The the pressure washing don't put money in the not near as much as this will put money in your bank mm-hmm. account. Uh Brian, this is a uh seventy-two hour print. Um, I actually had a pretty bad, actually not a bad experience with thin print shirts, but I had like a really bad run in like with their, their owner. He and, did kiss up makeup. Yeah, at, no, but uh, we, uh, huge. But, you know, we, we kind of had our, our go around and, and, um, I respect, you know, Rob talked to me and I told him my grievance in person and he said what I told him I would need if he wanted to, you know, set up. So I appreciate that, but I've, I've had thin print shirts before, um, and had good quality, these are 72 hour print, uh, good quality, um, 72 hour. I will say my personal experience has been better there with getting stuff in a timely manner, but it still takes three months again. Well, but I've also got to be, you know, I, I got to share my experience, but I'm also a bigger social media influencer today than I was back right. then. So I might get some, you know, they, they may watch my order or something a little closer. Now, James over there is great. Highly recommend them. Uh, I think honestly, my biggest critique of them is if they could just, you know, they need to communicate a little better on like if something's running behind, but what? they're good you mean people. Communication yeah. is important. I thought we, I didn't think we needed to communicate. I thought communication was something that was just whatever. <clears throat> and that means you, you mean you, you got to communicate with your customer. Wow. Yeah, uh, someone's asking about the reviews. Asking, uh, someone had said, "Do I log into my tablet and have it do them, have them do it there?" And then someone else said, uh, "You know, do you send a link?" I don't log into the tablet because that's my Google account, so right. I can't leave the. You know, you they're not going to. But you can do a lot of things. You can put it in your notes and yeah. then just text <laughs> it from your notes. You can have it in your CRM where, as soon as it goes to paid, it automatically sends an email. It automatically sends a text. There's all kinds of things you can do that. You don't even have to pay for a service. Now, if you want to pay for a service, yeah. it's probably going to be a little bit better. Yeah. But there's plenty of things. I did it for a long time. Of It was just in my notes. And then I just copy and paste it. And then it was just done at that point. I got you one better, bro. Oh, I know another thing. That predictive you can, text. Yeah. Or another thing you can do, too, is, is do a little business card with a QR code. QR codes are coming back now yeah. that they can sit there and it would automatically take them. I know some people that have some pretty sharp looking business cards that have the QR code on mm-hmm. the back of them that you can sit there, scan that QR code, and then it brings it right up for them. 
yeah, the bottom line, you know, so uh, whoever it is that was asking, uh, I think it was Art, but guys, at the end of the day, any of these things, all you, your ultimate goal is you want to remove as many obstacles, but as many potential obstacles and potential frustrations that your customers can have. Make so, it simple. So, you know, like if, and I'm not being a smart aleck when I say this, but if the question is, should I text them the link? Does that remove a potential obstacle of them not wanting to go find it? Then absolutely, let's let's send it over. So, um, all right. With any good questions on here, we need to hit. Um, someone said I, I can't see it now. Someone asked how long I, we've been in business. I've been in about five, and you did it for what eight or so? eight nine yeah. years, eight years. Yep. You, uh, Jason sold his two years. Hey, two thousand eighteen. Eighteen. Four okay. years wow. ago. Time flies by, guys. And someone asked me earlier where I got my clip flyers from, like at the beginning of the video. You may not even be on here. Um, I've got them at a couple of different places. Um, do you have them? Uh, do you do clip flyers on your stuff? I got them. Uh, I've gotten some from Team Wash Life. I've gotten some from ILY Creative. And I've gotten some from um, Prolific Prints. And they've all done a good job. And honestly, when I'm doing print material, as long as it's good quality, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the price. I'm the dollar store guy at that point i'm gonna go for yeah it. i'm not a big clip flyer throwing garbage i know there's people made money off of them it's just not me see jason is being with clip flyers the way i was a second ago about well people are going to get mad if you ask for too many reviews my highest average ticket price by far clip flyers really let me show you I'm, we'll talk but i want to show jason don't read these numbers i don't want everyone knowing all my business here but uh i haven't done clip flyers for a while so hopefully some of them will pull up on this report but 12 months um, ticket. So that's my average overall. Uh, they're not on here anymore. Uh, yeah. But it, it, I can't pull the report long enough. It was um, almost double. Really? The clip flyers are almost double my um, – my because we don't do much of them anymore, but they were almost double the average ticket price. And here's why, I think. It's, it's because they're so stinking targeted. One way you can do clip flyers, if, if you guys don't know what they are, uh, you take a flyer that's shaped that size, you fold it in half, put a clip on it, and then you can throw it from your car like a newspaper onto the driveway. Everyone hates it. You know, everyone's like, don't do it because it's trashy. That's fine. You do what you want. But you're able to be very targeted on the houses that you hit. And so you don't want to go in and just canvas the entire you're neighborhood. You're only hitting the certain houses. If you're going into a neighborhood for a job, right. hit 20 houses on the way in, hit 20 houses on the way out. You don't get a big fuss from everyone. And you target the houses that only have the dirty roof or the dirty whatever or the dirty pavers and go with it. So, But that's that's pretty awesome. And, you know, that's the thing you got to remember, you know, just – Keep doing it, guys. You can. There's money to be made in pressure washing. I'm not saying that to saying it. Um, there is money to be made in pressure washing. You know, and you can do it. Um, now, if you're in a little town, you might have to drive some. You know, I drove an hour north and an hour south from me. I I had a big area. I went all the way up into, you know, Cincinnati is a big town, but it's only three hundred thousand people at the end of the day. And you know, well, get this. I, I think people don't understand. They think that if you live in a big city, you have it good, but for me to cover my city, I pretty much drive an hour south and an hour north. <laughs> and that's because we sit in freaking traffic yeah, for yeah. 45 minutes today. Um, I drove up here earlier to go to the mall across the street here, and it took me 45 minutes to get up here because the traffic was so stupid. That was so. for Wild West. That was the, the <laughs> hook and horns the right way. Um, yeah, so uh, all right. So, uh, so good question. Uh, we'll talk about this last one after this question, if that's cool with you, Jason. Um, I'm not trying to run your thing. I don't 
No. You know what, guys? I'm just. Do you all think Bobby ought to interview me one day to answer that question? I think I have. No, like actually interview me of my business and everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be awesome. Um, so the question is, uh, what licenses or anything should I get before starting my business? Don't have an LLC yet, blah, blah, blah. So before we answer these questions, we are not the professionals. You know, we're not giving legal advice or any of that stuff. Um, as far as a license, you know, it, there's a lot of semantics here. So every state, um, you're going to want to register an LLC in more than likely. More than likely, you want to register an LLC. Do your research. Go to Bookkeeping Beer and BS on Facebook and YouTube, and Dan will help you out with that a lot. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, but probably the LLC, more than likely. And then as far as a license to do work, you know, there's probably going to be like a city license. You might have to pay $100 a year or whatever just to be a business. And then like some trades are required to be licensed. I don't know anywhere that licenses pressure washing companies. But like if you're a painter, you have to be like a licensed painting contractor in that area. I don't know any places that require that for pressure washing unless you're doing paper. No, and in fact, I was going to say Florida might be the only one that I know. And if you're not saying that, then it's not. Yeah, no, we don't um, have it. There's but, some counties that require... You have to be a uh, licensed painting contractor to do paver sealing in some counties here in Florida. And and, and that's some things, too. You know, I did. Um, we worked for eight years and we worked all the greater Cincinnati. And I only got shut down one time for not having a business license in this little town. And actually, I did have the business license because that was my county that I was. My shop was actually. And that's when I was renting a shop. And they were very strict on getting that business license. But when I moved to Ohio and I headed up there, we never got a city of Cincinnati license. They never messed with us. They never shut us down. Now, if they shut you down, you got to go get it. And it's usually all it is is something that they can make money off of. <coughs> so, Jason, I actually do kind of want to start winding this thing down. Yep. We got one more point here. Yep. So here in a second, we're going to talk about we actually already briefly discussed it about a repeat client system and why that's really important. So we're going to talk about how to do that um, before we do on uh, uh, February the uh, 12th and 13th, uh, the 12th and 13th of February. Jason and I were doing a two day event right here in my office here uh, thing. Uh, day one, we're going to grab at least one of my trucks. We might grab a couple of them or whatever. And we'll, we're going to find a place to go do some actual soft washing and pressure washing and showing you how to do that. Um, we're going to, you know, get you started there. Um, also what we'll do is uh, I've got a couple of like private uh, training videos that I use inside of my company. Uh, one of them I share on YouTube. I got a couple of other private ones. I'll even share with you guys on some stuff that our guys used to train. And then, um, and then on day two, we're actually going to be going through all of these systems. What do Al have to say? Al, Al, the drunk man says <laughs> he needs to poop. Look at his face. Al, I don't know what's wrong with you, bro. But, uh, <laughs> put the bottle down, buddy. Um, listen, I got problems too, but you got to fix that one. So, um, so anyway, uh, finishing the thought, come check it out. Uh, two days. It'll be with us. We'll, we'll go out. We'll probably go to like Disney Springs or Universal City Walk or something, you know, probably the first night and, you know, just kick it a little bit. Yeah, that's the thing. We'll, I'll supply um, breakfast both days. We'll supply lunch both days. And we may, I might supply dinner. Sometimes that's iffy. Um, when I do it with Donovan, I usually do. I probably will just to make it 
we'll make it worth your time to come. Um, you'll get to hang out with us when we're doing dinner. You can get and talk with us. Yeah. You My know, son Caleb will probably come. It, this been isn't, on this is something that you actually get one, you know, a lot of times two or three people are talking to Bobby and two or three people are talking to me. And it's just that one-on-one time while we're eating, drinking beer and doing all of that kind of thing. Dude, homecoming is my favorite restaurant at Disney Springs. Big, so yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, so that's that. So repeat client systems. We already said it. The reason, guys, all the other systems. Uh, See, so the marketing, the lead processing, and the sales system. Um, that's what you need to like put food on the table in your first week of business. Okay, the uh, review generation, referral, and repeat clients. Those are what's going to start making you money anywhere from probably a month out, maybe with some referrals and stuff, to a year out with the repeats and things like that. These systems, marketing, lead processing, sales, review generation, referral generation, and repeat client systems, these are the the foundational things that you want in the business. And frankly, you want to automate them as much as you can, okay? You want to automate these things. You don't want to be thinking about all the emails going out and all of this and all of that. Automation is beautiful, Every one of my clients, they get a phone call from me personally a week after we've done the job just to make sure they're happy with with the work. I never make one call. If they are unhappy, they call the office back. They ask for me and they say, oh, he just stepped out. And then they handle their issue and and we move on. But it's automated. I don't have to do anything. That's kind of voice bomb. Yeah, uh, that's responsibility and Sinjim doing that together. Um, So repeat client system. You can do it manually, but I'm just going to be honest with you guys. If you have any aspirations to grow your business to even a hundred grand, you don't want to do this manually. And a hundred grand is not a big company. It's a great mark to strive for. You know, it's a great uh, uh, benchmark to strive for, but it's not that big. And you're already going to be overwhelmed with this stuff. Okay. So a repeat client system really is going to, in my opinion, I'd like to see if you think I'm wrong, is you want to get some automations for emails postcards, text messages, and voice messages that can go out to these clients. In our first year, we do, um, well, we do stuff right after we've done the job, like immediately. Then we do quarter, 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 you know, for the year. And then I do like six months for like a couple more years. And it'll send like an email and a, and a postcard. It just stays on their mind you know, keeps us on their mind, lets us know that our, you know, lets them remember who it was. Cause the fact is no matter how good of a job we did, nobody except for you. And that's it. Not even your employees are excited about pressure washing companies. So, <laughs> so they won't remember you, man. So. And, and that goes back to what we were saying in the very beginning It's cheaper to do all of that stuff than it is to go get a new customer. You know, if, if you got to pay a hundred dollars, what was <laughs> pressure wash punks? I haven't seen these guys for a month or better. I know. I know. I thought you was pressure washing punks. Everyone thought I was, I wasn't. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Let me tell you something. The stuff that pressure wash punks, there's some guys they've talked shit on that I don't like. I'm just holding my tongue. I'll, I'll let them know it was me when, when the time comes. I don't, I don't, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making fun of you guys, pressure wash punks. You guys are doing your thing. But uh, listen, if you guys will tell me who the hell you are, I might let you stay at my house. And I'm not letting anyone come over right now because I just had an old dog that died and I have a new puppy and my carpet is like, you know, trash. Yeah, yeah. But, 
I don't know. Depends on the next video you make of me. I might make you stay at my house <laughs> in the piss, you know, piss carpet area. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a good point of the, you know, it's cheaper to get a, uh, it's cheaper to keep a client than it is to get a new one, you know? And when I'm saying a hundred bucks, I'm not really being off that far. You know, when we're dealing with AdWords, it takes three on average, any company, it takes three clicks to get a lead. It takes two leads. You're paying 10 to $20 per click. So you're looking at, if we're paying $10, you're looking at 60 bucks. You're looking at $120 for a, a, a lead or a job at the end of the day. And so it is that. And so don't be Damn. afraid to do it. Let's Look at that. See. Susie Jess Hill, nine months in pressure washing, 170 K kaboom. High five. Yeah. Way to make it happen. That's awesome. Susie. Good for you. Yep. Oh, but wait a minute. I, I, you I post I posted that that you can't do that. There ain't <laughs> no way you it. can do it in pressure washing. <laughs> I'll tell you one of my favorite quotes. Excuse me. <clears throat> one of my favorite quotes. Uh, I don't remember who the quote's attributed to, but my buddy Josh Gray is the one that shared it with me. And uh, it just says, those who say it cannot be done should not interrupt those that are doing it. Mm-hmm. So... If you're one of those guys that says you just can't do it, that's cool. My ears just aren't a place for you to live because, you know, this is even a part of my therapy. I have a guy, just so you know, I'm going to talk about my stuff. So like, if you know me and, you know, like I said, I've, I've been dealing with some depression and I'm in therapy and I'm working on some shit and, and, and life's really good. And I'm going to share, I'm going to share all about it. Whenever I kind of come back, I'll probably be another month of, you know, taking a break here. But, um, but, you know, even with, um, I, I, at the end of the day, it's about being happy, right? I'm reading this book. I know you're about to start reading it. We got it at BBB. Uh, I think you said Jeremy Maine read mm-hmm. it and loved it. Yeah. I think you said he read it twice, right? I think back he did. Um, it's called The Gap and the Gain. Okay. And one of the things this book talks about, and it's been perfect timing for me just because of kind of where I've been, is um, it talks about. Um, how highly highly uh, productive people or high uh, producers, CEOs, entrepreneurs are 50% more likely to deal with depression than anyone else. And so one of the things they start talking about, and this book's not actually about, it probably is kind of about depression. It's, it's about happiness, really. But it talks about how we always measure ourselves versus what we haven't achieved, but we never measure what we've actually done. So we beat ourselves up for what we didn't achieve. There's, there's no moral victories. If you're at 90%, you're a loser and blah, 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 right? <laughs> so what happens is that, that that's a negative trigger in your brain, and it starts to, to just essentially create this terrible cycle where you, you start to lose confidence in yourself and you start to doubt your, your abilities and, and all these things. And uh, so the book, and this is kind of coming back to listening to people, you know, is it's, I'm trying to cut that stuff out because at this point, it's just like, man, I don't, I, I mean, I do care, but I don't care if someone's like selling guys snake oil over here and taking their money. It's, it's not my job to protect everyone. It is right. what it is. But you know what my job is? is to pursue <laughs> a life that I want to pursue and I'm going to stay in my lane and I'm going to help the people that want to help and the, the bitches that, that uh, say it can't be done. You're not living in here anymore. So I don't know. Sorry for the rant. I needed to get that out. So it's all right. Boom. Go check out King slash training dates that's where you'll find it or you can go to king of pressure wash and do the little down thing for in-person training 
And that's where you will find out about the training with Bobby. We are limited seats because we don't have a lot of room here um, because we are in Bobby's shop. I think we got room for 15 is going to be tight, but that's kind of, and if we do many more than that, this is an in-person training. Yeah. We don't want it to get that. You get, you, you know, this is where we really do one-on-one of you get to do the pressure wash and this isn't watch Jason pressure wash. You get the pressure wash. You get to use Mm -hmm. the surface cleaner. You get to use the, the RO and window cleaner, um, window cleaning. So that's what this training is. So, well, any last words, Bobby? Um, well, first off, you know, thank you to everyone for the kind words, you know, uh, Brian, I hear, you you know, I saw your message and I saw some others. So, you know, thank you everyone. And, um, you know, I, uh, you know, Jason, you're awesome. You're a good buddy. I'm glad we've become friends and, uh, you know, you're not quite as cool as your brother, but, but you'll do for me, you know, (laughs) and, and guys, listen, everyone out there watching, you know, um, I didn't finish the thought. I'm sorry. I got sidetracked on that book. Squirrel. Here, here's where I want to finish is that thought that I, that I sidetracked on. In that book, it says high producers, um, they took all the classes on how to succeed and how to win, but they, they skipped the class on how to be happy. And there's a way to do both. And guys, this book is so powerful. If you're like the typical entrepreneur, and you may not be, but if you are, you probably struggle with things like this to one degree or another. And even if it's not depression, you do struggle probably with, you know, how you compare yourself and stuff. Read this damn book. If it doesn't help you, it'll, you'll be able to help someone else as a result of it. The gap and the gain. It's on audible.com and you can get a hard copy. So. Awesome. Well, go check it out and we'll see you all on Sunday. See you. See you guys. In the bottom yeah. there. <clears throat> all right, guys, that is all the time we have for today's show on the King of Pressure Wash podcast. I know you found this as exciting as I did. If you appreciate the work we do it here at King of Pressure Wash, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And give this episode a five-star review. I would appreciate it very much. This helps me get to other people so that they can be successful just like you can be also. And if you're looking to start and grow your own pressure washing business to give you and your family financial freedom, time freedom, be sure to sign up at thekingofpressurewash.com so you can be the king of pressure washing in your area.